2: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Castilla Corner. My name is Ruben and uh, I'm here with Ridium. How are you, Ridium?
1: I'm doing well. I'm doing
2: well. I just
1: I just saw beautiful Castilla performance. How are you?
2: Fantastic. After yeah. Two seven uh win for Castilla. That's uh I don't remember. I actually don't remember on the top of my head uh Castilla scoring seven goals ever, I don't remember, I mean scoring seven goals at this level is is, uh, very difficult, so that's super impressive, I I do remember one of the few games I remember where Castilla scored a ton of goals was um, uh, against Villarreal's A-team, I think I mentioned this game a while back, but we scored, I think that was um, in 2013, 12-13, something like that, and we beat them actually five 0 so that was a big win. But seven goals, seven goals—that's um, that's not something that I.
1: Can you remember us scoring seven or six? Oh, Castilla, no. Yeah, <laughs> I I like obviously I didn't start watching Castilla like as early as you did, but um, in the last two three seasons that I watched, I don't remember a single game. Where Castilla scored seven, like it's insane.
2: Yeah. That's uh, that's a crazy result, but it was also an important result because um, right before we started, Alcorcon had won their game, so they're still top of the league. Racing Ferrol, who are um, actually uh, threatening to go past us with one game in hand, they also won. So it was super important for Castilla to win. And um, we started with... Um, let me find the starting line up here. It was uh, quite a strong 11. A uh, couple of surprises. Alvaro Rodriguez, final back. He's been... Uh, I've seen people asking for him to play for the first team. Why isn't he playing for the first team? But, I mean, he's not even hasn't even been playing for Castilla because of his injury. But now he was back, uh, playing on top with Arribas, which meant that Aranda was back on the bench. And then Alvaro um, Martín and Dotor as usual, in midfield. And then there were a couple of surprises. So Theo Sedan started um, as a defensive midfielder. Um, and Mario Martin as a centre-back. What do you think about these uh, solutions? It's a bit unusual.
1: Yeah, a bit unusual. Uh, Theo Zidane, I've been vocal about this. I'm not really a big fan of him. Uh, I didn't. I didn't think he had a particularly great game today. He he made one good chance for for Rebus uh, in the second. No, in the first half, when Rebus like had a shot from outside the box. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I just, I just don't remember anything good from Theo. And uh, I don't want to say Zidane because it sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um. Yes. And also
2: Mario Martín from a centre-back position. I don't recall him playing centre-back before. And uh, I think it's because Marvel. I think he he's injured, maybe. Again, as we always mention, we, we don't get enough information. But... Um, so Raúl clearly wants to play with three centre-backs and thought that Mario Martín was maybe the safest choice. And then put Theo Zidane in as the deep midfielder instead. But... Um, Mario Martin, he had a horrible mistake on on our one of our conceded goals, um, and uh, yeah, so so that was the surprises in the starting lineup. But um, apart from that, pretty usual. Vinicius to be us back in the lineup. I still haven't figured out why he was on the bench for the last uh, couple of games, um, hmm. but this time Peter Federico was uh, was on the bench, so Vinicius to be us starting. And, um, <laughs> I mean, I can just uh, see the show notes again. We um, we always have to do the show notes and uh, we always have to put Arribas in. And yet again, another big game from Arribas. It's uh, now a hat-trick for him. And is he, is it right? He's on 18 goals this season?
1: Yeah, yeah. He was 15 last uh, last week or the week before the last game scored. Mm. And now he scored three in another game, so yeah, 18 goals from the season. Goals.
2: 18 goals, and I think he actually had um, 15 last season. So he's already ahead of his his um, his great season uh, last time, and uh, still with games to go. How can we how can we say something about rebus that has not already been said?
1: I'll start. He could have had five.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is actually something that we don't usually say. He he actually wasted a couple of really big chances and uh, I thought that he was not going to get his hat-trick because one of the latest chances he he uh, I think that was maybe the biggest one and he uh, he finished outside. But uh, yeah, so he, he actually could have had five. That would have been um, even better but I guess we should accept yeah. just the three goals.
1: Just the three goals. <laughs> and I, I just like You know, uh, Arivas has always been so, uh, like, cool in front of goal. Like, he he doesn't miss that many chances when it's clear, like, you know. Mm. But then, like, he had this one opportunity, like you said, with those who are played in the wall. He was 1v1 with the keeper. There was no defender. He, I don't know what he did. He just, like, (laughs) he missed the goal entirely and he didn't score. I was like, okay. You know, that's when I got the notification for the next goal. And oh, yeah. like my stream was a bit behind, and I was like, okay, this is the goal. And then he missed. I was like, what, wait, what?
2: Yeah, yeah, but
1: yeah. I mean, yeah. he could have had five, but you know, three is fine. Like, you don't need to win nine two every day, so
2: yeah. <laughs> I mean, seven is the greatest result. So, of course, I was yeah. kidding with just, just three goals. It's a uh, it's great, and it's also he. I think maybe he, he's I'm not saying he feels the pressure, but um. I, I'm wondering if the club now is um, like considering whether to keep him or not. Has the decision already been made? I'm not sure. But uh, I, I do think, I mean, the more hat-tricks he will score, the bigger chance he has of becoming a remnant first-team player next season, I guess. And also bigger chances of finding a club that will actually give him enough opportunities. So um, if he can get close to, if he can, Hesse uh, had the... Uh, Matt mentioned for me yesterday that um, I mean he can actually actually break Hesse's record. Hesse broke Butraguenya's record back uh, in the 2012, I think. And Arribas mm-hmm. can can actually break this record. It's gonna be tough, but uh, I mean the way he's going, it's not impossible. I think that's 22 he needs to reach.
1: I mean, how many games does he have? Uh, four games to score four goals.
2: Yeah. It's, it's like it's
1: not, it's not impossible, yeah. It's like it's gonna be a bit tough because, well, I mean, for any of us, maybe not that tough because like, he he's he's been on a good form uh, as of late. So I don't, I don't know. I I think he will break it, but he might not. Let's see. He probably would though. If
2: if uh, if we have to play in the um, playoffs, maybe I I'm not sure how this will count, but I, it will be part of the same season. So I mean, we so will have uh, even more opportunities then to. To break the record. But uh, I, I think, especially, um, what goal was most impressive? I think, well, towards the end, we got a lot of counter attacking opportunities. So, um, so a lot of opportunities came from just. <laughs> it was actually very fun to watch the final minutes because Talavera, uh, they never gave up. They never gave up. And they pushed people forward. And it was like, especially Aranda's goal, the 7 <laughs> 2, it was like. Uh, it didn't look like a serious game, but um, but what I the goal maybe I like the most from Arribas I think there are so many goals that I can't remember everyone now, but he, he won the ball back, like um, pressed the defender and um, won the ball high off the pitch and then chipped the ball over the goalkeeper. And when he did that, he was just he looked so confident. It was like um, this is something that I've done like a million times and yeah. um he um, he just looked like a proper finisher and he is a proper finisher and uh yeah. yes his left foot is is fantastic and I think that was my favorite goal of his today
1: uh I mean I, which which chip was it like well, that he scored two chips in the
2: yeah, the one where he won the ball back from a defender who... It was quite a bad mistake. And then, then mm. they scored right after from the corner. Um, uh, so I guess it was one of the earlier goals.
1: So, yeah, it, uh, <laughs> he... Yeah, it's uh, difficult to
2: remember everyone. And we, we, we tried to find the highlight uh, package, but we, we couldn't find it. So, yeah. Um, Let me think but, about um, it. Great game anyway from Maribas. From and uh, just, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah as I was saying, does everything right. Not only scoring and assisting, but everything else, contributing in the build up, the final phase. It's uh yeah, he's just uh he's just a brilliant player. Um nothing more to be said.
1: Yeah, actually I thought like before he scored his goal, uh, that he wasn't having a great game. But he grew into mm. it and obviously he like he wasn't having a bad game, but it wasn't like from Arivas's standards, it wasn't as good because he wasn't. I see as what you mean. Like yes, yeah. but yeah, he yeah. just like he completely took over after he scored the first goal, and then he he was great for the rest of the game. And
2: yeah, I see what you mean because there were a few uh, moments where he he chose uh, the wrong decision or he just yeah. he lost the ball, which was not uh, like him uh, at all. But uh, yeah, uh, I agree. With after a while, he he. Um, he turn it on so maybe i i remember more the last part of this game
1: yeah that's that's okay <laughs> uh yeah I, I my, if i was gonna talk about my favorite goal, it would probably be the third one mm. where he like he gets the ball i don't re- remember it, like that well but he sort of like uh, like controls the walks and then like slightly chips the keeper and looked kind of like messy when you know he just yeah exactly, just exactly. Chips to keep. yeah that was beautiful.
2: I think that that was I think that was one I was talking about no but uh, I'm not I thought sure you were talking about the
1: second one.
2: <laughs> um, I'll, I'll I'll
1: go uh I'll go quickly through it so um, one was really like one was a lob and then the second one was a bit flat like the chip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah
2: yeah. yeah. Yeah yeah I see. Anyway, three goals for him now, and I think actually he's the top scorer of this um, this group. So there are two groups of this of this division, and uh, according to the commentator, uh, he was um, he's now the top scorer of of our group. So uh, says a lot when he's not even a proper striker. And um, yeah, um, also needs to be mentioned that Carlos Dotor may be the most important player of the match because he scored the first two goals. And uh, he opened the scoring after, uh, what was it? You said it, 30 seconds, 40 seconds?
1: 33, yeah, 33 seconds. Yeah,
2: 33 <laughs> seconds. And um, he also, uh, well, between his goals, we conceded a ridiculous penalty. I think oh. I think if, um, uh, I'm not sure how I can uh, make sure that our listeners see it, but I know that Ramon Alvarez de Mon. Um, he uh, he um, he posted a clip on Twitter uh, of this penalty, and we, it was like, uh, yeah, it was shocking. Yeah, it was shocking, <laughs> and uh, then it was it felt player, felt so unnecessary because uh, we had such a good start, and then they equalized. But uh, then again, Dottor with another another um, important goal. So two goals from him. He's a difficult player to evaluate, I think. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure how good I I think really think he is, but uh, he, he he scores a decent amount of goals. And then today again, uh, he's the captain and he he led the team and uh, yeah, very good game from him.
1: Yeah, I agree with your point about how you could evaluate him. Like he's a, a weird, like he he's not a bad player, but he's a weird player to evaluate because like he's a midfielder that whose best quality is to score goals. And yeah. he's not really like an attacking midfielder, but he also gets into the box quite a lot, but he also defends sometimes. Mm. He does a bit of everything, but like, yeah, I, I, I guess not as well as he does the scoring bit. Um, But yeah, I mean, his goals were important. Uh, didn't he also get the assist for uh, he was his first goal?
2: Um or was it someone else that is that is uh, very possible <laughs> again it's it's difficult to remember. you remember better. you yeah.
1: remember the one where like there was a long ball from uh, Castilla's half to Arribas? Arribas took a great touch, took a shot from his right foot and it touched the keeper and went in yeah, and yeah that, th-
2: that was him then
1: yeah I think it was uh, a uh yeah mm
2: mm-hmm.
1: It was a great yeah. assist that was that was like crew that was amazing Crucesque. <laughs> yeah yeah. It, what is that it, expression? Like it was like it reminded me of Cruz. Oh, Cruz. Yeah, Cruz. Ah, I thought s, you said yes.
2: Yeah. Yes, I thought you <laughs> for some reason said Sesk like Sesk Fabregas. No, that no, was no. a <laughs> weird reference. Could have been him as well. I mean the uh, top yeah, player. Um yeah, it doesn't play for Madrid though. <laughs> no, 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 no. And um yeah, so um uh the good game. I thought um uh yeah who else alvaro scored back back again and uh scored uh in his uh, return very important to have him back we've had a few different solutions now with aranda as a striker noel lopez and uh well porico bravo doesn't yeah he's even further behind now but um uh, uh very important to have alvaro back for these uh, last fixtures and um he did go down looked like he was injured again but uh no he he stayed on and uh, he was subbed early but it seems like he's fine so yeah very important to have him back in the uh, in scoring
1: Yeah he got subbed off in the second half uh by, I mm. guess because it was his first game back But um I think he wasn't that great but his goal was like his that yeah. shot he took from from inside the box that was like a powerful shot you know like it was really good Emevin mm and but apart from that his overall performance was okay like it wasn't anything bad but uh yeah it's his first game back uh, he was a bit rusty i guess it's okay
2: it's also going to be important for uh, potentially important for the first team um but it but i i, I wonder what the deal role has now uh what deal role has with with ancelotti too um do you think, for example, that Alvaro, if he gets into match rhythm again, will he go to the Copa final?
1: I mean, he might, but I don't. I don't really see uh, Angelotti like trying Alvaro in the in the in the final. I don't. I don't know. I, it's just like a. It's, but I know having he... him on
2: the bench, bringing him off the bench, maybe.
1: Yeah, that's a possibility, but I just like I kind of don't see it happening I don't know why I I guess it's like yes he's he played in the uh in the Madrid derby but I just don't know I don't I don't maybe he will take him to the to the like you know to the game but I don't see him playing I don't know yeah. why I, I would love to see him play but I just don't think he will
2: I think it's uh I think it's possible because of his uh, just his characteristics and um I think um well, Ancelotti likes him, but um, it's a bit, um, it's a shame that he had these physical uh, struggles so that he, he didn't continue his impressive form, I thought. I mean, I think pe- most people just forgot that he existed again. He he came in from nowhere and scored against Atletico and then had a couple assists in that other game, but um, would have been nice if he had his momentum going. Ancelotti actually said... In a press conference, which was a surprise to me, just he will be part of the first team next season. He just said it without hesitating. Yeah, yeah. We already decided that Alvaro is going to be part of the first team next season. And I thought at that time, uh, Ancelotti, do you do you even know if you're the coach next season? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the other thing is, uh, I mean, so many things can happen between now and then the season. And also, did you really need to see that little from a player before? deciding i guess he's been training with the first team earlier but um i wonder if he now feels the same is alvaro's situation different the same um i guess it's the same probably but uh, wouldn't surprise me if uh this um that his run stopping makes a difference it, it could be could be
1: yeah but like i mean at the same time he i, mean, I he could just go on another good run for Castilla and, you know, play a couple of yeah. games at least for the end of the season for for the first team. But yeah, I mean, injuries are not like in his hands, but yeah, I mean, it's still like, you know, the run still stops one way mm. or the other. But yeah, I, I, he could play I a couple of games, but it's just, yeah, yeah. it's just I, it's a bit tough to see him play in the Copa final in my opinion
2: yeah playing is one thing but being there and maybe yeah i'm also very curious to know how um how strong our team will be uh in that in that game but uh but anyway he is good to have him back and um yeah who else to mention vinicius tobias played um i don't have too much on him i don't think he made an assist i don't think he well he definitely didn't score but uh <laughs> Do you have any anything on him? Did you anything that
1: he um, impressed you,
2: or or yeah. anything else? it
1: was it was a quiet game from Tobias, but I think he was like, if you told me at the start of the season that he improved this much defensively, I probably wouldn't have believed you. But because he really had a really like quiet game, but he, he was really good defensively, in my opinion, he. Mm stopped like his runners he mocked them he made some good tackles interceptions it was it was fun like it was good to watch he didn't do much in the offensive end uh but yeah he was hard working he was there he was present and yeah it was good defensively that's really all you could talk about i guess for me
2: for sure the defensive aspect is uh more important from him because uh We already know he's quick enough. We already know he's uh, technical enough. He he makes good crosses. I mean, um, that he's going to be a poor attacking fullback, I don't think that's very likely. But there was always some doubt on whether will he cope defensively. Mm, I don't see him getting caught much out of position. Uh, I don't see him missing tackles. I don't see him being... Like, uh, dominated by wingers. I, I, Yeah, it looks promising for me, actually.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think he has a good future. I think uh, he's going to stay. And, yeah, it's just... don't really have much to say about him, because whatever I have to say has already been said. And yeah. he didn't do, like, a lot this game that I could say something new. But, yeah, it was a good defensive game for him.
2: Yeah, and um, very quiet around him. It's not like um, I don't hear anyone saying that the, he's been signed or what the, the club is thinking of uh, signing him. Um, I feel like uh, the Spanish media, the journalists, it's like um, they don't really, are they a bit lazy because... Um whenever Vinicius is to be as he's playing well and you know making assists and maybe I don't remember. I don't remember if he has scored. But anyway, whenever he plays well, then there are like the journalists that are talking and ah, oh, Real Madrid are thinking of signing him and yeah for sure they will activate the clause and blah blah blah. But whenever he doesn't play, it, it's there are no rumors and but but there are still Things happening behind the scenes. So I mean, are they just forgetting about him just because he doesn't play? It's, it's uh, yeah. Spanish media. I, I'm not sure if they always have the, the best sources. And um, so I'm not sure what's going to happen. But I, I just think the, um, uh, 10 million or whatever his price tag is. Priced, I guess. It's, it's just, just do it. Yeah. Of course, of course, you sign him because um the, uh, the risk is is there all there's almost no risk and the potential is is very good
1: yeah and like if you think about it the you, you know how um like fabrizio romano talks about mm. madrid sometimes and he's also mentioned that not only him but other people i think have mentioned that uh they're not going to like they're not prioritizing a right back signing because they have carvajal for the present and yeah. um Vinicius Tobias for the future, and they're talking as if the the, the signings already been made. And yeah. I know. If if they didn't have, like Vinicius to like, wait no, I'm not saying the thing I wanted to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, if Vinicius Tobias wasn't in their plans, they wouldn't talk about him like that. I think, and I wouldn't say they wouldn't yeah. focus on a on, on a signing if. They didn't believe in Vinicius Tobias, so yeah, I think he's gonna mm. say.
2: Mm. I, I agree. I uh, I kind of take it for granted, and um, I was just again, as I mentioned, I don't know why he was suddenly benched uh, for Peter. I, I don't think that's. Uh, I do not think Peter is a better fullback than <laughs> than um, Vinicius Tobias. So uh, <laughs> so that that was a weird one. I guess maybe he had some struggles, but um, uh, let's see about that. Um. I've been watching the goals again, by the way, while we've been talking, and uh, yes, I agree. The, um, the goal where he, um, I think, the, where which you talked about, that was that was the best one, and uh, his first goal that was actually that was a great assist from Dottor. So I mean, two goals and a great assist from Dottor. That is uh, what an impressive game from him, and um, also the six-two goal was a nice one, and then Aranda's goal again. was just. The 6-2? The yeah. The 6-2 then, um, so I'm, I'm having it here now. So, uh, uh, Edgar is playing behind and then the, um, the ball goes to Rafa Marin. Um, and then they, I don't see who this is who play, play in behind, but I think, yeah, Nico Pass, it's the Nico Pass with the assist, another good talking points place to Arivas, who, who kind of goes behind the goalkeeper and at the same time chips him. So, Awful display from this goalkeeper. Seven goals. A bit we need to talk
1: about the goalkeeper.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, I think he must be a bit embarrassed after this. Uh, because it wasn't only because of Castilla's greatness that we scored seven today.
1: Yeah, he, he... He made so many, like, half saves where he would touch the ball but it would end up in the back of the net anyway. And yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Like, he made really weird passes. Some some saves that he made were like I think he was shocked that he pulled off those saves in the first place. <laughs> and yeah, it, it was just like he was not confident in, in the goal. And yeah, it's just really bad performance. He he could have could prevented like three goals from happening, but mm, yeah. Mm. It's just that's how it is. It's true.
2: Um with this game by the way, uh if I'm not mistaken, Castilla are still the best away team in the league in this um, at least in this group i think i think when I look at yeah actually we do have um we have 34 points coming from home and then 31 points away the closest would be alcohol with 28 so um, i think mm. that's hugely impressive and I, I think that's um possibly the biggest achievement for raul and uh as i mentioned several times it's always been a struggle for Castilla to play away and now best away team in the league uh nine wins and um they've scored a lot of goals and you know seven goals today um it's not something to take for granted and uh these are the games you have to win in order to to even have a chance to get promoted and uh um so it's almost like yeah before i just took it for granted that we would lose points playing away but now now we can compete against anyone in at any stadium, um, which um, which is not a bad thing. For example, Deportivo they have a very big difference in home and away. So yeah, I would say that's a big strength for this team.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like winning away games is really like it's proven to be really difficult for Cristiano in the in the past. Mm. Mm. And yeah, it's just you know. Um, it's, it's really good to have the record, like not the record, but like the, you know, how you say Castilla are the best away team. That's good to hear. Mm-hmm. It's really good to hear. It's, like, it's But the one thing I'm still like, I'm still not sure about when it comes to Castilla's uh, like faults in the past is like conceding from set pieces, which they did against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Another one today, and I I saw the replay. It was Obrador, who he um, he didn't uh, do a good enough job in the in the duel. But uh, ah, yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, that that is something that Castilla always struggles with. That's uh, it's true.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Apart from that, that though, like even uh, you were saying something. No, go ahead. Okay. Uh, to like even if you don't look at that. Um, Like, defensive error or, like, set-piece. The lack of defensive coverage in the set-piece. It was just, like, uh, the same way Castilla could have had, like, nine. Talavera could have had four, maybe. Because Castilla didn't do well enough defensively, in my opinion. They, like, Carrillo made one really bad defensive error in the first half. Uh, He gave the ball away in his own penalty area. But Talavera weren't, like, good enough. Or, like, in that moment like sharp enough to convert the mm, chance mm. and there were like a couple moments where transition the transitioning was really bad from from castillo to hunters yeah and talavera could have had like a couple goals but they just ended up missing every single shot they took and yes yeah there's something they I'm, got away with but they they need to work on it
2: I, I don't think in this game it was a problem other than the fact that it would have been unnecessary to to concede more goals. But I think they were still uh, more than good enough to to keep uh, yeah. to keep them at a distance. But uh, as as you say, it's it's still something that um they need to work on in because in another game, who knows? I mean, um, if it was like three one and then you concede a couple, I mean, it, it can happen. So they they need to fix it. But uh. Um let's hope we get Marvel back and we have our three uh, first center backs available and I think that will that will help lots.
1: Yeah. Um one thing that we haven't really touched on there's there's mm-hmm. just, I think there's one thing uh Racing Federal I don't know if you talked about it today or Racing Federal mm-hmm. are like one game behind and three points behind us and they have a better goal Exactly. Difference.
2: Yes, exactly. And
1: yeah. Their game in hand is against Cordoba. Which is uh <laughs> they haven't won a single game in a, a while,
2: <laughs> it's true, like, but they did uh, draw against Alcorcon, for example, um but yeah they they have a but is it away or at home you know
1: uh wait uh, yeah, it's, it's away
2: oh it's okay, it's away, so uh, it's, uh away from it's a bit annoying that we also have to consider them. I have to check. Do we have to also consider Deportivo? I mean, Deportivo, they are actually.
1: Deportivo really yeah. would be a point behind
2: yeah. us. They are uh, four points behind with one game in hand. So,
1: yeah.
2: Um, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. also see Unionistas are have uh, a great run out. Do we face them? Do we
1: face uh, Unionistas? No, no we, we faced them last time. week. We lost 3 <laughs> 0.
2: Yes. Oh, that's, that's right. Exactly. So, that. Uh, I mean I I'm I'm often thinking about this how the moment you face a certain team um what and what point during the season do you face them that's that often has a lot to say you know because uh, when we face Unionistas now and uh, they beat us 3-0 um which I <laughs> evidently already forgot uh hmm. that's another side that's to to what we probably would have faced earlier in the season. So I think we we have been um, unlucky in that regard, but uh, yeah, it's uh, we still have a good streak now. We have four wins in the last five, and then this free game against Unionistas, but um, it's looking good. We are the most informed team of the top sides. We have just got four games left, and oof, this is gonna be so exciting. Just we just need one slip-up from the other two sides and Castilla to do the rest, and then then we're promoted. But, oof, yeah, yeah, it's going to be so difficult.
1: Yeah, that's going to be really difficult. And Alcorcon, if they, be, like, if they lose or draw one game and Castilla win their next four, it's, it's done. And I mean, Alcorcon winning four, that's a big two. ask as well. It is a big ask, but they have a... A slightly easier schedule than Alcorcón do, so it's not impossible. Mm. And Alcorcón do yeah, play man. Deportivo, so oh, oh, yeah, it's gonna kind of yeah that, that game I might watch actually.
2: Yeah, 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 that will be a good one. I, let's go check Racing for all very quickly. So they play Cordoba, they play Uniónistas, who are in great form. Barajos. how are they in the table? Barajos. they are in relegation side, so, okay, and they play um. Talavara, <laughs> who we play today, which will probably not i mean judging by today's game won't be the the toughest game, but then they play Celta B, so they actually have um, as well, isn't it mm, so they have a tough, tough uh, set of fixtures,
1: yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, this game against Unitedistas Cordova, and then also Celta, it's gonna be really tough for federal, but mm. they're like. They're a good team. They might actually win against all these teams as well. So,
2: oh, yeah, now it's gonna be it's gonna be super interesting. It's um yeah um so much at stake here for for Castilla. I mean, um not for only for Castilla but for the whole club. It would change so much. It would. Uh, I'm I'm super curious to see how how the club would react if we got promoted. I'm sure they would have signed some players. Maybe they could um convince. The um, a big part of the squad at least to stay maybe give them some better salaries um mm. because what I do love about this team is it, that it is as I mentioned now it is a team it is a proper team and they've been playing together for a while it would be a shame to just rip it all apart and start over again um but yeah let's see how it goes it's it's uh, four extremely important games for sure.
1: Yeah, and um, yeah, just to point out something that hasn't been pointed out yet, Castilla. Uh, I mean, it's not a surprise, because they have the best goal scoring record this season in either groups, either group. Uh, they have 57 goals, which is at least eight more than the second best. Oh,
2: that's a great
1: stat, yeah. Yeah. Defensively, they've been lacking. <laughs> they have 34 goals conceded, which is yeah, yeah, that's insane. by far the worst in the top four. But yeah. yeah, I mean, that's I think that's how Madrid is sometimes, and the, the first team yeah. as well.
2: And we've had a couple of bad defeats, which uh, doesn't help. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, I feel like there was one other game where we lost uh, very heavily. This yeah, is not only did. against Unis
1: we can see 3 against Unionistas, we can see 4 against Corco in the first
2: leg uh, first yes pick- mm, exactly so yeah. so that doesn't help that makes, doesn't make it look good but uh um uh, if if we do have to change up the whole squad as we usually that's the norm for castilla if that has to happen again we have to mention that uh we have a good foundation we have um it looks the the academy looks good now and uh, today we actually, we had a quite a um, good news from uh, from um, Juvenil. Yeah, we
1: did. Uh. They,
2: um, they won the league with Arbelua, So uh, they, uh, I think they competed with Atletico uh, for a long while, but then they beat Atletico last weekend. And now they, um, today they got the league title. So uh, Juvenila are now uh, the champions um, of their league. With Arbeloa being <laughs> thrown in the air by the players, there's some good scenes after that. Um, this team has broken all of the records. They have such a good squad, and um, they—I uh, mean—I'm not absolutely not worried for the the future of Castilla with with these guys coming up. So, uh, um, yeah, I, I had the, I actually watched watched the first half uh, before the Castilla game started, and um, yeah, good news for for the club, for the academy.
1: They didn't lose. Oh, my God. I, I just looked at the stats. This is like, yeah. um, you know, how uh, Barca's women's team. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's exactly like that. It's like 29 games. You have in front of you? Yeah, 29 games, 26 wins, 3 draws, 0 losses, 104 yeah. goals scored and 12 conceded. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah so That's it's insane. it's not a bad team to watch.
1: <laughs> yeah, I actually watched the the game against Atletico. They were really good. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, were really yeah, good. They were.
2: Mm. Uh Nico Paz uh, played in that game and scored. I today we got so many counterattacking opportunities that I noticed he's much quicker than I thought. He's actually seems like a quick player. He could at least uh, run easily past the um, the defenders today. But um yeah. Yeah, last game I felt.
1: i mm. I'm sorry, go on.
2: He's one of the players who for sure will be promoted uh, full-time for Castilla next season
1: yeah for sure last game I thought he was like he uh he didn't feel as agile and quick as he usually does but yeah I completely agree with what you said he he is quick enough to get past his opponents and he will definitely be promoted to to, to Castilla next season which I think is even bigger, uh, an even bigger possibility considering Abelo will probably take over if Raul leaves. And um, when um,
2: the Juvenil A guys are um, are getting promoted or are they going to other places, we have to have uh, new players coming in from Juvenil B. And do you know which player will now? Um, probably, for the next season, be part of Juvenila. There is uh, there is a guy. and um, Do you want to make a guess? Do you know who I'm talking about? I just, uh, might know. The that. last one. The, the hint you will get is, is he's the last one.
1: He's the last one? Mm,
2: he's the last one. What? <laughs> the last one. It's not a good hint, but um, there has so, been a, a few others. But the, he's the last one.
1: <laughs> I have no idea what you mean. Are you talk I don't even know. Are you talking about Marcelo's son or something? I'm talking about Elias
2: Fernandez, better known as Sidan. So it's the last song oh, uh oh. of Sidan now coming through. Um yeah, I, just, I, was th- I was just thinking, <laughs>
1: Marcelo's son is not old enough. <laughs> I don't think no but
2: he's also a very promising player he's he signed his first professional contract recently so he yeah. looks very promising
1: yeah yeah definitely he, he was born in 2009 what that's insane mm, yeah he's, uh, he's really young Damn.
2: yeah so so i mean it's uh um this elias Sidan kid he's uh apparently a defender so i don't know much about him but but uh the other Zidane kids don't seem to become breaking stars, uh, and um, let's see if um, he's, he's as I said, he's the last one. Let's see what quality he's he's got.
1: Yeah, I mean, one thing that Zidane has done well, he's named his kids well. I mean, Elias is a great name.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you know that they actually they're not actually named Zidane? Do you know?
1: I don't actually. I I know I, I Enzo is Enzo, Enzo Fernandez.
2: Exactly, they they're called Fernandez. I'm not sure if they officially are not named Sedan if if it's in their birth papers and everything, but uh, on Real Madrid.com it says Elias Theo Sedan. No no, uh, excuse me, Fernandez. So uh, I guess that's because they want to have less pressure on them for sure.
1: I guess, and it's like uh, I'm looking at. Uh, their names and like according to his site, it also says Enzo Zan Fernandez, Theo Zan Fernandez, and Lucas Zan Fernandez. Okay. So I think it's okay. the middle name, I guess.
2: Okay. Uh, was this on Real
1: No, no, I'm actually looking at Wikipedia.
2: <laughs> Wikipedia, Wikipedia, yeah, because on uh, maybe it's just on um, on the Real website they uh, they take this way. So. Um,
1: yeah, probably. Yeah.
2: Anyway. Um, I think that's everything for today. Do we have anything else to to mention?
1: Mm, not really. I mean, it's a good, really good win for Castilla, and yeah, let's just hope they win the next games and hopefully qualify. Next game is
2: against the Sauta FC, um, and then Cultural Leonesa, not... and then that Brada. then Algeciras, and then season over. Hopefully, hopefully a direct promotion.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Cultural Leonesa would be the toughest game out of the four. Mm. But they Probably.
2: are 11th, so I mean, oh, if that's wait. the toughest team, then. Are they 11th? I thought they were higher, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and Puebla-Brada are 14th, Ceuta are 16th, and then uh, Algeciras, where are you? 12th. So that's actually a pretty good pretty good run I mean also a, a positive thing about these teams is that um, they are not all like they're fighting against the relegation but it's not like they're all desperate that will be a, a little bit desperate but I mean yeah it's not like I, I don't know Let's I, I just want to spin it into something positive but uh, yeah so yeah, that's um, that's in six days May 7th and um, yeah it's uh, it's going to be super exciting. And um, when we start talking about maybe even watching the other team's games, you know it's uh, it's for real. Then it's serious.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Ceuta have lost their last uh, two games. I don't know if that's really <laughs> something that you need to keep in mind, but yeah, it's just a fact. They've lost their last yeah. two games, and they yeah. might lose another, hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully.
2: So this is... Um, this was all for today, and um, thank you, Radium, for uh, for this nice conversation, and um, thanks for the listeners for uh, for listening as always, and um, of course, as I usually mention, give us feedback, give us uh, questions if there are anything you want us to talk about. But uh, this was all for today. So uh, until next time, Alá Madrid.
1: Alá Madrid